Um, okay, so hi people. This is Margot Burkhart, um, investigative reporter reporting in, because, well, that's what we do. So today, um, I'm interviewing my mother, Monique Burkhart, on decisions and circumstances, because I was curious about it also, because it's mandatory. So, uh, you can introduce yourself, Monique. Hi, I'm Monique Burkhardt. I'm Margot's mother. Um, she's chosen me to interview because apparently she had to. Thanks. Um, okay, so for question number one, why did you agree to this interview? I mean, you didn't have to. There are a bunch of other ways, you, a bunch of other, sorry, things you could be doing at exactly 8.39 on a Sunday. Well, why did I agree to this interview? I agreed to this interview because you're my child and I love you. And I want to support all and any endeavors that you may have. So if I wasn't your child, you would have said no? Absolutely not. That's not what I'm saying because I like children. I probably agree for most of them. Okay. So where do you see yourself in 10 years? So in 10 years, I will still probably be traveling around the world for work, doing international development work that I do now with your dad. You, on the other hand, will be 21 years old, hopefully almost, if not already, graduating from university, and your sister will be 19, also in university. So I guess I'll still be working to support you guys. Um, But other than that, I see myself uh, living a very similar life to the one that I have now. Um, uh, okay, Monique. Thank you for your response. But when might you plan your, your retirement? Why, most importantly? So I plan to retire in about 15 years or so mm-hmm. when I'm 60 years old. Um, and hopefully by this time I will be able to have enough financial resources that I won't have to work full-time for work and that I can uh, spend some time doing other things that I love without necessarily having uh, to make a lot of money. Also, my kids will be older by then, hopefully launched on their own, maybe starting families on their own, so I should have uh, enough time to devote myself to a passion project. One thing that I've spoken about with your dad is perhaps uh, running or owning a small hotel, one where we get the opportunity to meet people from a variety of places, a variety of walks of life, and just um, sharing some place that we love with others. Um, okay, thank you. What would you do if you, I'm sorry, if you could go back in time and change three things what might you change and always most importantly why so off the top of my head I can only think about one thing that I would change and that is um, the weekend that my father passed away when I was 25 years old I was just starting 
Maybe I was younger than 25, actually. Anyway, I was in the middle of, um, I was doing my master's degree. It was a weekend. My dad had gone into the hospital for a checkup. Nothing really important. Um, but he hadn't been feeling well, so we thought it would be best that he get it checked out. And I debated whether or not I should go and see him that weekend, and I didn't. And unfortunately, that was the weekend that he passed away. So I really wish that I could have been there just to have a final goodbye or have a final moment with him before yeah, before he died. So what... What is something you think it you think is or was an obstacle in your life? I would say an obstacle. I think I've been kind of lucky that I haven't had too many barriers. Uh in my life, but I would say one of the things that I would have, this goes to your other question about like to have changes. At times in my life, I really wish I would have been more disciplined, that I didn't procrastinate as as much because I think that maybe I could have, um, I could have, yeah, maybe I could have done better in school or, um, or yeah, just made different choices with my life. But all in all, I think that I am pretty happy. I'm very, I think I was fortunate to grow up in the time that, um, that I did. And there weren't too many things in my way. I think back to like my mom who grew up in the Jim Crow South. So she was born in 1937 in North Carolina. And I think she probably had many obstacles, or she did, by being like a black woman in the South in a time where people were still very, very racist and there were even laws um, in the... Yeah, there were laws that... uh, inscribe that in the way that people lived and the way that society functioned. What can you tell me about okay. What can you tell me about your childhood? I can tell you that um I grew up with a mom, a dad, my older brother. I uh had a pretty normal, happy childhood except that um, our family was a little bit different from some of my other friends' families, and the fact that at the time my mom was a bit older, was an older mom. She was 37 when I was born. A bit. Mm-hmm. And this was a time where many women like had children normally in their 20s. My dad was 55, so I had old, 55 when I was born, so I had older parents. Um, And also because of that, my dad retired when I was young. So we moved to Florida um, from New York, where I had spent a lot of my life. So I grew up between New York and Florida. Um, So I moved around a lot. I think I went to six or seven schools between kindergarten and graduating from high school in three different states. So that was... um, yeah, so that was interesting. 
but I had lots of good friends at different times, so I was pretty happy. Um, okay. So we just did child. Um, what's a place you enjoyed when you were younger? Why? When you're around my brother's age, 10, 11. So if I was around your brother's age, I would be around your age. So at that particular time, we were living in Florida. My family was living in Florida, and um, it was a time where children could have a little bit more freedom in the world. So you're allowed to go out by yourself, go knock on your friend's doors, ask them to play. And in my neighborhood, we had a lot of little kids, and we'd often go to a park that was about five blocks away from my house and it had a lake and it had tennis courts, a playground, it had sports fields. So I actually kind of spent a lot of time with my with my friends um, there at that park playing, having either playing sports, either little league or football or cheerleading or swimming in the lake or also just going to buy candy at the concession stand. Anyway, those were really, really mm-hmm. fun times, uh, and it was nice. So, um, two seconds. Why do you think a certain event impacted you? And, of course, that's your cue. Why do I think a Is certain... Is it you're supposed to say why? A certain event impacted me. I think... One of the things that uh, impacted me the most is probably having you and your brother. Hey. <laughs> Thanks. And that changed me and impacted my life for f- in a good way. It's been forever. Good, forever. <laughs> it's been good. And it's also been, um, it's been challenging. And I'm very, very happy about that. Okay. Um, So when do you think it was the prime of your life and and the prime of my life why? I think was when in in my 20s probably after I graduated from college until the time I was met your dad <laughs> even after how, that like how did you meet um, him so so when I was um 22. When I was 22, no, I had graduated from school. I was having a good time. Wait, with really? All. I was right? No, you oh. didn't meet, I didn't meet your dad when I was 22. But it was no. when I was, that's when I graduated from college and I had my first real job. I would, had moved to Boston. I was living with uh, and nearby lots of my friends from, from college, friend, people that I'm still very close to today. Um, and I... Um, was just having fun living my living my best life on my own, uh, making my own kind of decisions and um, working and just having fun. But I met your dad when I was twenty eight, and I met him through oh. a friend of um, okay. a friend of mine at gra- from grad school who worked with your dad. And so I just moved to Washington D.C. Uh-huh. And 
your dad had moved to D.C. a few months earlier and was working at the World Bank with a friend of mine. And this friend of mine, Malik, said, hey, do you mind if I ask this new guy who just moved to the States from France? He doesn't know any peop- that many people. Can I invite him to your dinner party? And I said, sure. And then you met him met. happily ever after. So um, I just wanted to say thank you for agreeing to this interview. It's 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 my academic grade. And you forgot to ask me a question. Um, no, I didn't. Oh yeah, what would you do with a million dollars? Just get it out real fast, cause I have to go to bed now. I'm tired. So if I had a million dollars, I'd take you and your brother and your sister and your dad on a fabulous trip. Um. Maybe either maybe an all around the world trip where we go to like a great one place on every continent so we could see all of the some place in all the continents and take six months and do that and then I would invest uh, the rest of the money and for retire for retirement yeah for, for retirement of course yes. so um huh. okay so thank obviously thank you to. For, to the for the pe- to people for listening you know when i i have this theory that smart people have stutters like because you want to get it out really fast sorry not the point and uh thank you for agreeing to this interview monique burkhart uh that's a question i skipped sorry sorry um and yeah bye thanks for listening to interviewing not-so-random people.